Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Starting this week, we're back in full swing for Unknown History after our abbreviated summer programming. The episodes will be back to our original schedule, airing every week on Friday. The stories I'll tell in upcoming episodes will be primarily based off my new book, When Churchill Slaughtered Sheep and Stalin Robbed a Bank, which is coming out in November from Picador, USA. So get ready for even more quirky tales from the past. He reigned for more than two decades, an autocratic monarch with absolute powers over one of the most powerful countries on earth. Emperor Joshua Norton I declared himself supreme ruler of the United States in 1859. His avowed intention was to restore stability and integrity to a country he felt was falling into ruin. Emperor Norton might easily have been dismissed as a harmless eccentric, were it not for the fact that he had a large number of supporters. Promoted by the newspapers of San Francisco, his decrees and proclamations soon became known across the entire nation. His reign began on 17th of September, 1859, when he issued a proclamation to the Californian papers. I declare and proclaim myself emperor of these United States. The proclamation was greeted with wild enthusiasm by the people of California. They loved his conviction, his authority and his bluntly worded decrees. Norton's clever manipulation of the media rapidly turned him into a nationwide celebrity. He achieved even greater publicity when he awarded himself autocratic powers. With a theatrical flourish, he formally abolished the House of Congress in the second week of October 1859. The following year, Emperor Norton called upon the army to forcibly depose the elected members of Congress in order that he might consolidate his tenuous grip on power. The army and Congress chose to ignore Norton, but he was in no way disheartened. He abolished the Democratic and Republican parties and, shortly afterwards, issued a decree forbidding religious warfare. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Norton was a familiar figure in his imperial capital of San Francisco. 
He wore a navy military uniform with golden epaulettes and a spectacular beaver skin hat bedecked with rosettes and peacock feathers. Twirling a cane in his hand, he liked to patrol the streets, chatting with his subjects and inspecting the state of public buildings. He'd been a penniless bankrupt in the years before proclaiming himself emperor. It was his flair for showmanship that rescued him from ruin. Dressed in his unmistakable regalia, he was invited to dine in San Francisco's finest restaurants. In return for free food, he'd reward them with an imperial seal. By appointment to his imperial majesty, Emperor Norton I of the United States. Restaurants fought to get such seals as they provided a significant boost to trade. The emperor was also much sought after by theatres and music halls and always had the best seat reserved for him on the opening night. He had his occasional brush with the law, but he usually got the upper hand. When he was arrested and committed to a mental asylum in 1867, there was public outcry. It led to his immediate release and a grovelling apology from the police. Norton was magnanimous and granted an imperial pardon to the officers who'd arrested him. By the 1870s, Norton was issuing his own currency. The banknotes became widely accepted in San Francisco. He was also granted recognition of sorts by the United States government. In 1870, the census lists his occupation as emperor. His reign was to last another decade before coming to a dramatic end. In January 1880, he collapsed in the street and was pronounced dead shortly afterwards. The San Francisco Chronicle announced the tragic news to the world. Under a banner headline in French, Le Roi est mort, it said, In the darkness of a moonless night, under the dripping rain, Norton I, by the grace of God, Emperor of the United States and Protector of Mexico, departed this life. He was buried in Woodlawn Cemetery in California and was given a headstone that still draws the eye of curious visitors. Norton I, Emperor of the United States and Protector of Mexico. If you've been listening and enjoying the show so far, I'd really appreciate if you left a review on iTunes, Stitcher or wherever you listen. We love providing the show to you free of charge and reviews help more listeners to find our show and know what it's about. Thanks again. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.